What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Nas. I'm one of the graduate assistants for UTOP. I guess since we're doing degree stuff, I have my degree in psychology and I'm getting my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Hope you all listen to the first podcast. If not, now would be a good place to stop and go back and listen to that. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves and then we'll get into it. All right. Starting off with me, I am Sean Simmons. I am currently the assistant director of the Office of Academic Diversity and Inclusion. I started off with UTOP as a graduate assistant in 2013. I've served as the program director since 2014. I have my undergraduate degree from Winston-Salem State in mass communications and my master's from UNC Charlotte in liberal arts with a concentration in technical communication. Wow. Hey, everybody. My name is Kayla Davis. Um, I have a degree in international studies and political science. Graduated from UNC Charlotte, May 2019. I was a UTOP participant in 2015, and I'm currently an alum mentor this summer. Hello, my name is Asia Dixon. I graduated from UNC Charlotte in 2017. I have a bachelor's in psychology, a bachelor's in criminal justice, a master's in management, and I'm currently working on my second master's in industrial and organizational psychology. I did UTOP in 2013. I was a mentor in 14 and 16. Good evening, everyone. My name is Tyreek Evans. I majored in mathematics with a minor in secondary education. During UTOP, I was a mentee in 2015. I was a mentor 2016 and 17, and I am one of the current alumni mentors with the program for 2020. Hey, everybody. My name is India Pitts. I have a degree in exercise science. Um, I am currently um, obtaining a degree in a master's in management. Um, I was a 2015 Utah participant, a 2016 Utah mentor, 2017 Utah mentor, mentor of the year in 2017, and now I currently serve as the graduate as one of the graduate um, assistants for Utah this summer. Okay, resume. <laughs> right, it's gonna be hard to follow that up. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Amaya Presley. I graduated with a degree in mathematics in 2018. I was a Utah participant in 2014, student coordinator in 2017 and 2018, and I am a current 2020 Utah alum mentor. Hey everyone, my name is Capri. I have two degrees from UNC Charlotte um, from May 2018, bachelor's in psychology and bachelor's in criminal justice. And I was a Utah participant in 2015, a mentor in 2017, and I'm back as an alumni, a mentor for 2020. All right, so we're just gonna jump straight in, keep it casual, just general conversation. So one, I wanna check in and see how everybody's doing. I know we're all in different places right now, um, handling different stuff. So like, how are y'all doing? I'm doing good. I'm well, you know, self-care time, so. Right. Doing good, ducking and dodging all these nasty people in these rolling streets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to say I'm Same. out of Florida. I'm out of Florida. Um, 
I took a COVID test. My results are negative. You feel hey. me? So Babe, let's, let's party. <laughs> Rona free. Rona free. Party. <laughs> Rona free. <laughs> so I want to just kind of touch base on the, the original podcast that Sean did with um Jay. What was everybody's like reaction, initial reaction, thoughts? I thought it was so entertaining. Um, it was interesting to hear, you know, his perspective of everything because I feel as if like, you know, we hear, you know, a lot of, you know, different stories and we hear, you know, about the experiences, but to actually hear it come from, you know, Simmons' mouth, like word for word, it was like, it was very humbling. It was very, it was, it was just great. It was great to hear everything that, you know, he had to say. For me, I thought it was great um, knowing Mr. Simmons since 2013, since he started Utah, and to hear where the program is today. I just love it. Everybody knows I'm big on Utah, huge fan. So I just appreciate everything Mr. Simmons has done with the program, the mentors he's chosen, the people I've been able to work with. So I'd enjoy it. For me, it was very nostalgic listening to it. There were quite a few stories coming from the 2014 um, Utah summer. <laughs> so. It was just funny to like think back to those moments. And um, yeah, I got a great laugh from it. So I thought it was good. Yeah, I was going to agree with Amaya. I just thought it was funny. Like just hearing some of the stories and like thinking to yourself, like, wow, when I was in Utah, I remember hearing that. Or like, oh, like I remember hearing about that after the fact. Um, so it's just really cool to see how much the program has grown and kind of to see like the people who have come through Utah and like, just all the work that Utah has done and been able to pour into different people, I think it's just really cool. Because sometimes I feel like sometimes you just think it's only your class or like it's the only the people that you maybe were mentors with that summer or whatever the case may be. But like there's so many people that like Utah has touched. So it's just really cool to see and like hear. So Sean, for you, I guess the question is a little bit different. Like, did you go back and listen to it after it was released? <laughs> I did. Yeah, and it was kind of surreal. Everybody pretty much knows I'm not really the type to kind of be out front and talk about myself because I really do preach that message. You know, I tell everybody it's not about them. Um, so in doing that, I really don't like myself to be out in front like that. So it was a new experience to actually sit down and actually talk about my Utah experience. And you know, things I've gone through, things I've seen. <laughs> I didn't expect to say all the things that I did say. Uh, <laughs> there were probably things that after the fact, <laughs> I wish I would have said that may come out today. So we'll see. So yeah, just kind of jumping straight in. Can y'all talk about like how you all are connected by Utah and like what y'all's relationship is like? Because I know everybody here has done different things within the program so just talk about how like one what you've done in the program but also how that has built into this group of people that we have here um so i guess i'll kind of start first like i said i did youth top in 13 so i think i'm the oldest alum right now so at the time mr simmons was my ga so he wasn't even program director um yet so he ended up becoming program director when or you might have to correct me in 14 14 he um when I became a mentor, he was there. And that's when I met Amaya. Amaya was one of my mentees. So that's kind of how I started off there. And then I ended up having India as a mentor coworker. And 
want to say Tyreek was my mentee in 16 as well. Is that right? Yes, yeah. ma'am. So Tyreek was my mentee in 16. So I have a lot of different mentor. connections. They mentor. Mentor. Yeah. For me, yeah. Uh, it's funny because I've been worked with all, either worked with everyone here or we were mentees together in Utah program. So India, Kayla, Capri, and I, we were mentees together. I worked with Amaya in 17. I worked with Asia in 16. And so just the fact that we are all here right now, it's it's not even, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not even a surprise, I guess, because we've all literally worked with each other. So we're all familiar with each other. We're all family. And so really right now, it's just, just like a low key reunion. Yeah, I was gonna say like, outside from doing Utah with India, Capri and Tyreek, like I don't even remember when I met you Asia, but I remember you were like, oh my gosh, you did Utah? And it was like a whole thing like, oh my gosh. And like, that's how we connected. Cause you were like, I love Utah. And like, I think like the following year after I met you, you went back to be a mentor. And it's just so cool to like, have that full circle of like, I we didn't know each other and I've never like worked with you, but I knew you because of Utah. And then right. I think it's also funny, too, because with Amaya, we met as orientation counselors. Yep. <laughs> and so to see how we went from being, like, OCs together, and then I went to do, like, student coordinator for OC, but, like, you went back to do student coordinator for UTOP, and, like, just that relationship is just super, very full circle, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just say um, I'm thankful to Simmons to be here today. Didn't think I would make it. Um coming out of my Utah, but, um, you know, shout out to, um, you feel me, Simmons for holding me down, and, you know, everybody, like, like Kayla said, like, we were OCs, I was a student coordinator for Capri, Ty, and India, Asia was my mentor, you feel me, that was great, and then Nas, I'm pretty sure we were safe counselors together, Yes, we work. didn't talk that much, but like you feel me. Once you started doing YouTube, I was like, "Hey, he's pretty cool." So it's crazy how like YouTube can connect you and put you into other worlds, and you still see you know these same people. So I think it's really dope here. I just want to say too, um, even outside of campus, like I have a personal connection with every single person on this call. Like you know, I can. I can easily pick up the phone and call any of these people right now. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be school related. Like, I think all of us have spent some type of quality time, you know, um, with one another. Um, well, at least for me, I've spent, you know, quality time with every single person on this call. So it's like, I have, you know, not only work connections, but those outside connections as well. Um, it's just, it's just like a family atmosphere. Um, and I do appreciate, you know, everybody. Um, on this call so yeah and I think it's also cool that like even when we do have like time apart or whatever like once we come back together like it's like we picked up where we never left off like I know for Asia like once Asia graduated we didn't talk for a while but then when we took that Carolyn's trip when Simmons had the extra tickets I mean we was on every ride together you know like ride buddies so I mean the time apart like it doesn't stop anything yeah, um, basically the only thing I will add is it's an inside a work environment, but it's also like in any other setting after you meet like through Utah in one way or another, it's like we family from here on out and like it doesn't matter what year you did something. It's like, oh, I know where you're coming from, though. So it's like regardless of 
you being 20, 13, it doesn't matter. You still go be here and we still go ride out. So it's like, Nas, like, when you, I met you at a safe interview. And, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I didn't get that. But, you know, that was with other reasons. <laughs> but, you know, we here now. And again, like Amaya said, Simmons, you, you, you know, you brought me through. Other people know you brought me through. You know, we just, we thankful for the times, you know, um, the growth and the, the walking through, you know. <laughs> the support, okay? He ain't never give up. You do have to. to listen. He didn't have to. He ain't have to. Listen. Listen. listen, I don't know how many letters that man has wrote for me, but Simmons, <laughs> listen. Listen, y'all know you used to say I wouldn't be here if it wasn't like, because of the recommendation letters. Recommendation? <laughs> facts, big facts. I, I get, also just want to say, too, oh, that, like, I met Nas, like, before school even i don't even remember when i met you nas i just remember nas was like oh yeah you can ride with me like before an, classes even started <laughs> yep <laughs> it was that it was a night of the block party our freshman year yeah, yeah. like what and it's yeah. crazy that like <laughs> we on the call together because i really like nas one of the first people i met outside of utah that was like oh he's mad cool so to like see you be a grad now i'm like yo this is crazy I guess speaking from um, my end, my perspective is that just kind of going off of what India said, you know, naturally I met everybody on the call outside. Well, hell, I met Nas during Utah too. <laughs> Carlos literally hooked us up during Utah a couple years ago and that's how I met him. But even during Utah, whether it was 13, 14 or 15, just really connected with each individual on the call at a different space. And, you know, we can sit here and talk about how close we are now and how much those relationships have grown. But what I really appreciate is that each one of us has a unique relationship within themselves. Like me and India have a unique relationship that's totally different than the unique relationship that I have with Capri and Asia and Tariq and Kayla and Maya. So that's the one thing that I really appreciate with the relationships that I've been able to make with everybody on the call. So Sean, I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit mm -hmm. as well as the plan, but like hearing everybody talk about the connections and stuff that they've built as a result of Utah. For me personally, I think a lot of that starts with the, the culture that you've kind of established in the program and in the office. So like, hearing that from everybody on this call like what does that feel like oh i mean it's, it's gratifying um it really makes me uh, i don't i don't really go out there looking for you know accolades or you know for folks to tell me i'm doing a good job but i try to create a space where people you know that know that it's a welcoming atmosphere that they can feel like on this big campus of unc charlotte that they not only have a home with the Utah program, but they actually have somebody that genuinely cares about them on campus. So it's not like I'm bringing you into a program, you just a number and we shipping you out right after that. Like if you really down with what we're trying to accomplish, not only in the summer, but if you really serious about going after your personal goals and then contributing to not only the Utah community, but the greater UNC Charlotte community, like we can build something, you know, great together. Person on this call in one way or another has contributed to everything that UTOP has been able to do since I've been in charge of the program. 
So for everybody else, how is having great leadership, whether that's with Sean, a coordinator, graduate assistant, whoever you all looked up to in those leadership roles when you were all working for the program, how has that helped you, one, navigate working through the program as a mentor or a coordinator in whatever capacity? And then two, how has that helped shape your current leadership styles in what you all do in your respective areas? Um, I can say for me, like, starting off, um, well, coming through Utah, you know, I was always quiet. Like, I was the person who was very quiet. Um, and even as being a mentor, like, that first year of me being a mentor in 2016, I really didn't have a voice then. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I had not discovered my voice, I guess. She lied. She lied. I had not. I had not. She lied. Look, first night, she was up there blanking on people. Blanking. Okay, because, (laughs) because why? Because they were not following the rules. But anyways, that's not the point. I I had not. I never you being quiet, sis. Like, quiet. I was quiet. She was was loud. You were never quiet. You just not wanted to say up. I'm mad, y'all. Coming for me right now because <laughs> I definitely was quiet. I was definitely quiet. I minded my business and everything else. But you, you know, definitely minded your business, whatever. Yeah, but that's minded your business, but that's okay. But I was quiet. still quiet. Y'all playing me on this call right now. Don't tell me. <laughs> but it's okay. Like I was saying, I was quiet. Okay, I didn't have a. I didn't find my voice yet. So uh, my point that I was leading to before I was really interrupted, um, no, was that by by like 2017, in my opinion, um, I did find my voice and it shaped me to where I am today because of my leadership style. Like, I feel as if I'm always the one, you know, like I'll try to make sure everyone is okay um things have to get done but I want to make sure you know everything is okay and then as well as you know just with being in work like with a GA position like it's kind of like different from being a mentor because you know not only are you looking after mentees like you're trying to make sure your mentees your mentors and your coordinators are okay so it's kind of like and making sure the program is running smoothly um so it's kind of like you know it's a growing experience it's a learning experience and it's something that I really do appreciate because it does you know, correlate to what I'm trying to do in my future career now? For me, I would definitely say going through UTOP, I was definitely one of those people that like took, like, di- like took it for granted, like the mentors. So when I remember it, like it was yesterday, when students came up to me, it was during story as OC, he was like, I want you to be my student coordinator. It's a new position. I want you to do it. And I was like, whoo. I'm not even gonna be a mentor first, you know, like I don't have no experience. I was a little nervous. But, you know, for me coming from like my OC background, like team for me was everything. Cause our OC team, we had like great relationship. Like these are people that I still talk to to this day. So that's the same thing that I wanted as a student coordinator for Utah. So for those two years, I definitely, you feel me, put my all into it. Um, and I think Simmons also like helped me some like soft spoken, you know, I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers or make anybody feel encouraging enough. So I try to relay messages very nicely, but like, you know, in this line of work, unfortunately you just can't do that. So he definitely helped, you know, develop me to realize that like, it's, it's not personal. Like, and if they take it personal, then that's on them because at the end of the day, you know, you know, I know where I'm coming from. So, um, 
to this day, I mean, even in the work that I do right now, this low key has me confused, like coming back, because I'm like, I'd be doing my Utah stuff over my real work stuff. And I'm like, listen, I'm having a little too much fun right now. So, um, you know, I think I might be making a career change, but you know, you never know. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And it's really helped me discover the type of leader that I am and how I approach people in certain situations and things of that sort. So. For me, I would say a big thing that's uh, working with the student coordinators, the GAs, and the like is definitely having a sense of perspective. Like coming in as a freshman during UTOP, I was just like happy-go-lucky, just doing everything, going with the flow. And 16, I was, as a mentor, I was kind of doing the same thing, but trying to figure out, like India said, my leadership style, my mentoring style, and trying to see that perspective from different mentors, as well as with the GAs, trying to, you know, talk with them and stuff. Um, it was kind of a struggle, honestly. Like, I was doing my thing, but I wasn't doing my thing, if that makes sense. And so 17 came around, and having that support from the mentors and the student coordinators and GA seeing how the different mentors do their thing, but also trying to be true to myself, having that perspective of, all right, they're doing this, but I can still do this and still be true to myself and figure out how my style works for me. So having that perspective going throughout the program, and it really helped because 17 was a much better year for me than 16. Not saying 16 was a bad year, but so much better during 17. And it paid off because male mentor of the year since we're plugging ourselves India. Um, so yeah, definitely just having that sense of perspective really helped throughout Utah to help me figure out how to grow. And it paid off because I'm also now a teacher. And so I work with students and having that different leadership style is very important for me. Okay. Um, for me, I think I would just say definitely coming in as, um, a mentee, I was, Utah was it. Okay. Utah was life. It was fun. Um, the mentors, though, I mean, they was just there. It wasn't really my focus. Um, they was just, you know, we was cool, but it wasn't really. <laughs> I think that's just the easy. It was cool. But um, <laughs> then as we, you know, moved forward, and I was like, okay, um, I actually became a mentor. Um, I definitely noticed um, how Tariq said the shift in perspective and the behind the scenes um so kind of now understanding the extra i guess weight that a mentor has um that they have to take on that as a mentee you're not paying attention to and you just honestly don't care about um you think it's just about yourself and you don't understand that they're trying to do so much more on the backhand side to still help you um, and I think where leadership came in is just knowing that everyone that is a part of the program, um, especially leadership though, and Simmons is wanting the best for the program. And so knowing that it stems from that, it helps to push you to be better. Um, and so with me growing, um, especially in the summer, it's crazy how like you can grow in like six weeks, but, um, just seeing how I was pushed to I guess I already kind of knew my voice and I knew how I was going to come in um, as a mentor, but even I know how I was in 2017 and how I am now, um, three years later, is totally different still and it's still a learning process. So I think just always being willing to adapt and to grow depending on what the team may look like um, and knowing that it always won't be the most perfect situation, um, but that if everyone has that core 
setting of, oh, what the purpose is, um, especially when it comes to this program, then you'll be able to get there um, and excel. And so I think how it has helped me even now is more than anything, I can tell that I lead very differently. And in my job settings, I'm put in place to like train people or still do roles that I'm not even asked to do, but I know that through UTOP, I was able to at least be confident enough in being able to lead. Cause I always had like mm, the attitude of a leader, but you know, it just wasn't always navigated the best. Um, and so now being able to know how to guide that and actually my employer see that is just like, okay, I actually have that. So it's just being cultivated much better. Um, I think for me, I can totally agree with like the first few things Capri said, like I loved UTOP. Like it was so much fun. Like I just, I don't even remember anything about UTOP other than it was fun. Like and I got my work done. Like, I don't know. And so, but I will say like, um, UTOP was like a, it was a big like learning moment for me. Like I definitely think in those few weeks, like I definitely felt, saw myself growing up because for me, Utah was a surprise. Like, I really didn't want to go to Charlotte. I went to SOAR. My mom had, like, snuck off to Simmons and them office. I get a call, like, you're going to Utah. I said, I'm leaving my friends in two weeks, my last. Like, I just wasn't prepared. But, like, ended up being, like, the best decision that I, well, my mother could have ever, like, made for me or encouraged me to make because Utah was so much fun. And, like, just, I think Utah really empowered me. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say really, I, I guess it was a combination of the mentors and the peers, but I just think the program as a whole really empowered me. Like, I just felt like I came into campus and I was like, wow, I have all this support. Like, I, I know all these people. We're all interested in all these different things. Like, and I just felt like it really cultivated, like our Utah class really cultivated this energy in this space where it was like, we're going to show up for each other. Um, so it was really cool to like be on campus and wanting to like apply for all these different things and like look over and somebody did Utah with us there. Like your mentor was there. And so I always look back and I'm like, wow, being a Utah mentor while I was an undergrad was literally one of the only things I did do. And so I'm very fortunate that Simmons trusted me enough to bring me back as alum because um, I feel like that was like the one piece that was like missing from my experience. But I also think that Utah is such a great program that it literally inspired me and pushed me to go out and do so many things on campus. And I still had that family and that support in the office that I think was so crucial and so necessary. And so even though I wasn't necessarily working with UTOP, I was always plugging UTOP. Like if you saw me in the summer, I was like, you need to apply for UTOP. Like I was literally going to Simmons like, yes, Simmons, I, <laughs> I'm bringing them to you. I'm lining them up. Like I want everybody to do UTOP just because it was such a great, like life-changing experience for me and so even though I wasn't necessarily working directly with the office I always knew that was a safe space for me to go like I always knew but if somebody I could like met a student during orientation and they I could tell like uh Utah would really be great for them like I was always taking them to that space and so in a lot of ways I feel like that definitely allowed me to still feel connected to the office but also just really fostered those leadership skills and like UTOP sees things in people that other people don't see um and like a lot of times like your mentors or your peers will pull it out of you and I think I was able to do that in a different way 
um, which was so, I think, rewarding in the long run. Because there's so many people that I remembered that I was like, yo, do you top? And they did it. And now they're mentors or they did this or they did that. Um, and so I just think it really empowered me in a lot of different ways. And I think now, even after the fact, I'm just so grateful for the lessons I learned um, from Utah, like literally resilience, literally perseverance, literally like Utah was one of those spaces where if you didn't get something you thought you deserved or you were unhappy about something that was going on, you couldn't go in the office and wallow in it. Like you can maybe cry about it for a little bit, but like pick yourself back up like what's next like Simmons was quick to be like okay so that happened but what are you going to do now um and I think those are just lessons that like you literally carry with you um for the rest of your life and that you're able to pour into other people so it's really 10 out of 10 great job loved it um for me it was I'm kind of a little the opposite of everybody else kind of how I started as a mentor for me I thought I knew my voice and I thought I'd knew a little too much um so when I came in as a mentor I was like okay I got this I was comfortable because I had mentors that I wasn't the biggest fan of um so I was like I know how I want to be as a mentor I know where I can step up I know where I need to do this and in my process of being a mentor I got a reality check somebody said watch what you say and when you say it because it's not like I'm very direct and it was like now's not the time and so like from that I was like okay I need to learn how to read the room I don't always have to be in control so it was just like learning that but in the process I'm happy to have that because the person who told me that was also like not telling me from a bad place he was just trying to make sure matter of fact it was Mr. Simmons who told me that he was like this is not the time or the place to be saying what you just said um so it was, it was kind of just like that and I think over time I've just learned to read the room and when to say something and kind of when things need to be left unsaid but kind of like Kayla said um Mr. Simmons is always there for you and he knows like you're you're the best at what you're doing like if he tells you you can do it or you're going to be fine or you're going to you need to trust it you need to trust the process because he doesn't put anybody in a situation where they don't want to be and that's something I learned from him to be resilient that I got this and that it's not, it's not going to stop. Your day's not going to stop and you just got to keep going. But I'm pretty sure everybody else hit on everything else I was going to say. I just want to say, it's so funny. When people call you anything other than just Simmons, like, I just be cackling so hard. Like, when I hear somebody say Sean, Sean, who is that? Who is that? Every time Sean is said, I'd be like, wait. Who? Like, who is Sean? Even when some people say Mr. I'd be like, yeah, Simmons? They say Mr. I don't know who that I'm is. Like, Mr. 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 you good. So it's just funny. Like, some people do say, like, Mr. Simmons. They be like, Mr. Sean. When they say Mr. Sean, I'm like, hey, yo. I'd be like, oh, no, you stressing me out. Yeah. I'd be forgetting Mr. Sean. That that's that just sounds weird. Mr. Sean. <laughs> I'll just be forgetting your name. Is it anything other than Simmons? Same. <laughs> I definitely I definitely forget your name is Sean. I'd be like, like, who like is Sean? Sean. Yes. They who be like, y'all talking about y'all, y'all saw Sean email. I'm like, Sean who? <laughs> Sean who? <laughs> so here's the thing, like me and Sean Simmons, whatever. <laughs> We had a conversation, like when I first started working in the office, we had a conversation. I asked him, cause I knew, like I knew about him before I started working in the office. I think for me, it's just, I, that wasn't a space that I was just in. And when I started working there, I was like, so I hear people call you Simmons, but I hear people call you Sean. I was like, do you have a preference? And it was, he was like, either or, 
It's like it don't matter to me. That well, was my think, so just to kind of jump in there, I don't I don't remember if Asia remembers this, but it was when it was right after. No, I'm about getting the time wrong. I'm sorry. I know these years run together. It was the night I think before you top 2014, and we were in where'd y'all stay in Hawthorne? In Hawthorne, um, yeah. and we had gone through the last mentor training, and I had all them together in the room. I was giving my little speech right before I left for the night. And I think y'all know how I'll probably end the conversation just saying something real off the wall or high impact. <laughs> um, I think I was just like, yep, we're gonna get it started. Uh, oh, and y'all can't call me Sean no more. You gotta call me Simmons. <laughs> now I thought he is—he was just our GA, so we're like, "Yeah, something, something, Sean." Because this is—he's our GA. We're gonna call you by your first name. You're, at that time, he was just our GA. So all of a sudden, we gotta change vocabulary in a matter of twenty-four hours. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? And it's funny—I don't know how many people on the call have heard this story. You know, anybody who was Utah twenty thirteen, and you know, even if they were in B three before um, Utah twenty fourteen. All of them just called me Sean when I was a GA. Um, but I remember we had somebody, I don't know if anybody knows Carlisha Scott um, on this call, but she's Utah 2010. She worked in the office for a little bit, but she she did a run. Y'all know how work study, um, they just send people, work study students to do errands. <laughs> they, um, Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia sent Carlisha on an errand um to our business officer um to drop something off for me and carlisha went there and said hey this is from sean chick gave carlisha like a 15 minute lecture on he's not a ga anymore you got to call him that sent her back she called dr lopez and told her what she had just did and next thing you know i'm in the office like and just just change your name. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's just what it's been. That's that's how it started. But yeah, I had no idea how I was gonna break that to Asia and them. And that that conversation literally happened weeks before I told them. And I I just couldn't figure it out. And then I was just like, hell, you top starting tomorrow. I got to tell them. So I was just like, yeah, you can't call me that no more. Bye. Who gave somebody 24 out. hours to change your name? 24. 24 hours. I feel like it was about 7 o'clock that night. And y'all know it, get the first day of Utah, we up at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. 12. I had 12 hours to change your name. <laughs> My bad. Listen, we be up early for Utah. Like. I remember days. Early. We be up oh late my. for you, <laughs> Oh my gosh! But early because especially the um, especially moving day, moving day Making they was coming in. in. Them signs and the parents they be coming yeah. early. They, they, they was coming at eight o'clock on the dot. Okay, <laughs> you tell them eight o'clock. They there at seven fifteen. You like, dang, can we get out of Listen. bed? Yeah, <laughs> Damn, park right outside. You tell them to. Move in between eight and twelve, and it's always that one that's creeping in at one thirty. Like, yeah, the late one. 
so uh, moving on, if y'all could change any perception of Utah program as a whole, what would it be and why? Dude, I ain't gonna go first on this. Now, are we talking from like a mentee perspective or are we talking about working for the program? Let's throw all that out there. Either, all of them, either. It don't matter. It, 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 it could even be a perception that from someone who didn't do Utah. Yeah, I was gonna ask like a campus-wide. Like, yeah, campus-wide, community, all that. This one, this one is tough. I gotta, I gotta think about it. Okay. Mine is for people that want to um, take on a position as some type of staff for Utah. Um, I think that people have to understand that Utah is not for everyone. Um, I think that people are like, oh, it's another position on campus. Let me just apply for it. If you do not understand it, you do not have to do Utah to be as a participant to do it. I do not think that. But if you do not understand the roots, of what UTOP stands for and what it values and what you are trying to get as an end result, then you should not say that, oh, I should do this as a leadership capacity of any sort. Um, because I think um, it starts to get very blurred with other campus positions, um, not to say that the other campus positions do not make great impacts, but I think that this is very different because you are one of the first, um, like, responders basically to their now transition to this college life. Um, so in comparison to even SAFE and that being something where they are now around well, um, a good number of other students, you are only having your Utah community at the time that you choose to do Utah. So you have to understand that you are putting a large first impression on what college is about, what this office is standing for what they are looking to bring out of you and if you don't also exemplify that yourself or even are trying to reach those goals yourself then it's kind of um defeating the overall purpose i don't even know like i'm trying to think of some of the perceptions but like i mean you thought this fun that's very true <laughs> you thought being a mentor is hot very true like i'm trying to think of some other ones I would just think that's, that's there's a misconception right there that people don't think it's being a mentor is hard. Yeah, I was going to say that, but, you know. Go with that one. That's good. Nah, because I'm going to be shady, so I'm going to skip that one. Mentoring, no. Like, mentoring in the Utah program is extremely hard. Like, you have to have the right mentality going into it. Like, you're responsible for students that you don't know. And I think that's like the biggest thing because, you know, mentoring is not just guiding someone like, you know, you could be someone's first call to anything. And, you know, with Utah, it's like, this is not just an eight to five. This is a 24 seven job, like even on optional weekends, like, and if no one knows what optional weekend is, it's pretty much the weekends where mentees have the chance to go home. But even on optional weekends, your mentees are texting your phone, calling your phone, like, you know, so it's like, you have to have the right mentality for this job. And if you, if you don't have the right mentality going into the job, then you're not going to be successful. Like, that's when you see mentors who kind of like slack off in the back or like mentees don't know, you know, who some mentors are. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Like, and, you know, and that's where, like, the expectation is also going out the window because Simmons has high expectations 
for all of his mentors, period. Like, you know, yes, his whole thing is, you know, we care about the mentees at the end of the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the expectation is there from day one as a mentor that you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do because they're looking at this program and it's like, we hold the highest standard on campus. Like, you know, like when you see Utah, like, you know, you already know that's where, you know, we come from, we come from hard work. And so just having that mentality is, it's tough. Like, but you know, it, it, it helps you grow as a person. It helps you grow um, within yourself. It helps you even grow with the mentees. Like, you know, the growth is just there. So you just have to have that mentality, honestly. Okay, I think I found one. I'm sorry. As you're speaking about mentees 24-7, like, I got one hitting me up right now about this paper. But anyway, um, I don't know if this is a popular one, but for the people that think, like, oh, this is just, like, six weeks and, like, I'm done. Or, like, you know, like, because, listen, let me tell you, it's not, number one. <laughs> um and I think I'm seeing it a lot with this group because we're virtual and classes don't start until September. So, you know, typically we only have like a one to two week break before like the classes start. And with this one, it's like almost a month break. It is a month, right? It's like exactly a month break. So I know a lot of them are like, well, when this is over, like, are we still going to talk? Like, are we still going to, are we still going to have small groups? Like, will we still, and I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I think, like, I'm just here for, like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, no, like, yeah, we're still going to talk. And, like, even with, with my group, me doing UTOP in 2014, like, I'm still in connection with most of my mentors. Um, When I was a student coordinator, I mean, I wasn't even a mentor, but even just, like, as a student coordinator, like, I still talk to some of those mentees now. Like, a lot of them are turning 21. You know they're having fun and they're about to graduate and it's just like really cool to like see the growth that they have made since that time so like I think specifically for people that want to work for the program like if you think this is just gonna be all right six weeks I'm in and I'm out like it's deeper than that and you don't need to do it <laughs> because you're really making an impact on them and like later on you know you might need these people need the connections things of that sort and if you're really serious about the relationship you wouldn't like after the six weeks just be like all right well dump y'all I'm out we're good I got my money like so yeah yeah it's definitely I would say your dedication to that program needs to be at least till you graduate UNT Charlotte minimum obviously I didn't graduated two three years ago from UNC Charlotte and I still make sure I sprinkle my little name and try to help people where I can so I would say if you're going to be a mentor you're going to be a part of the program definitely think about it being a long-term thing I was just going to say, adding on to Amaya's thing about the pay. If you're doing it for the pay, then you don't need to be. Don't do it. I promise it's not worth it. The amount of time, listen, and we calculate, didn't we calculate it in 2017? Calculated it and broke it all the way down. The amount of time versus your pay, they don't add up. Let me tell you. I'm so sorry to tell you. It's not going to add up. Not even sorry. <laughs> Nobody's paying out of. Oh, so listen. You I was have to really say, put in work. <laughs> I was going to say thinking like from a like community campus perspective, I feel like a lot of people, like when we finish UTOP or for every UTOP class, campus or like the incoming freshman, freshman class has this perspective that like everybody in UTOP thinks they're better than everybody or like everybody in UTOP thinks that like they're so special because they spent like 
six weeks on campus. And I'm not we saying, are special. Yeah, and I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying some people don't, and I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying people don't feel that way, but I do wish that, like, that perspective almost was something that, like, we could change, because, like, I think sometimes people just think, like, oh, they think they did Utah, or, like, oh, they think they did safe, like, they're exclusive, but, like, it's not, it's not that, it's just we've built this family, and, like, every Utah class is different, and, like, you're going to be super close with some people in Utah and not be close with them down the road and like relationships change or whatever. But I think at the core and at the root of it, Utah is, is creates that first family like environment, that first group of friends that people really need in the transition. And I just don't, I think people are so caught up in like, Oh, y'all think y'all hot and y'all think y'all this that like, they don't see the big picture and like the, the true environment that Utah has spent the last six weeks, you know, working to cultivate. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, you, you definitely, you throw up the game when you go places, but I just think like, I just wish that perspective, I think sometimes it can be negative and I wish that it wasn't because in the grand scheme of things, it's like, no, like we wish we could share this with you, but like you wasn't with the gang. Like that's just what it was. And like, I told you, you didn't want to come. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So like, you I just hate that sometimes. Cash for the summer. That's what you wanted to do. <laughs> right. And like to each his own, but like, this is what we did. And like, it was great. And now I, you know, like maybe so-and-so isn't going to struggle to make friends the way you're going to struggle. And like everybody's journey is different, but I think sometimes people can just be so nasty. Like, Oh, you did Utah. And it's like, bro, yes, I did Utah. Like, relax. Like, I I think going off of that, like, I can speak on it from a different perspective of someone who hasn't, I didn't do Utah. I didn't do Utah when I was an incoming freshman. I did safe. So y'all know back in 2015, that was a, that was a big thing, you know, safe versus Utah. When in reality, there was no versus. And being a part of that separate culture of being a safe student and then having people that I lived, because I was in a learning community, so I lived in Lynch. So having this space where that I shared with people who had already been together for like six weeks and stuff like that. Like I met my friend Satoria, who was on the alumni panel earlier today. I met her because we lived in the same on the same floor. And she was like, Oh yeah, I did Utah. I I've been here for six weeks, like all this stuff. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay. And I had a friend um from back home who was trying to get me to do Utah. And I was like, I was an early college student. So I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm two years in the game. Why do I need, why do I need this? Right. And for me, it really took, well, one, it took a lot of growing up to say, okay, there was an opportunity presented to them. They took it. I didn't keep it pushing. But it took me kind of immersing myself into it and saying, and when I started working in the office, like, okay, regardless of how you entered UNC Charlotte, if this is an area that you want to be involved in and want to be a part of, it can happen at any point of your collegiate career. And that, and that's true after you graduate college. Cause like for me, I didn't get to throw this up until last year. Um, and I had already been working in the office for a year. So <laughs> um, I didn't get my wings until last summer. So um, it, it, it definitely is a Glad testament. you know. Right. <laughs> it's definitely a testament to like saying, for other people who may be looking at this now who are who didn't do Utah for whatever reason, it's not saying that you can't be a part of this community, you can't be a part of this family. It's just that you didn't have this six-week experience and your experience with Utah is going to be different. And going back to the, the aspect of being mentors and stuff like that, 
if you're wanting to be a mentor, coordinator, graduate assistant, whatever, in hopes of getting that experience that people had as mentees, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. You're going to be let down. So it, you just, you really have to go into it and approach it in a different way. Like, no, I didn't have this experience, but what experience can I have? So I'm definitely glad that Kayla touched on that because I can definitely relate. And to like piggyback off that, I think going, if you're coming into Utah brand new this year, next year, mentors, wipe the slate clean. Nobody's Utah experience is the same. Mine was different than Amaya's. Amaya's was different than India's. Every Utah is completely different. So whatever preconceived notion you have in your head, wipe the slate clean. Because I'm pretty sure Simmons is going to figure out a way to switch it up to just make every year different. Um, being a mentor, being a mentee, it, I had to wipe the slate clean because my first year of mentees was not the same as my second, the second time I was a mentor. Me being a mentee was not the same. I was a mentor. Like the experiences they had, I know for a fact, were not the same as the ones I had. So you have to wipe the, wipe the slate clean and make the best out of your experience. Everybody after me still says Utah is fun, but theirs was not the same as mine. So just make sure you come in with an open mind, open perspective and be ready for whatever you're going to be handed. Yeah, that's crazy, because I was literally about to say that. I know, like, for me specifically, you know, my I my freshman year, you know, a lot of my peers that I did UTOP with, like, their freshman years when they were, you know, starting to get involved, applying for things that sort and everything else, and I was still, you feel me, still trying to kind of transition and things that sort. So it wasn't until my sophomore year that I really, you know, like, started to pick it up. So if you're coming in with this expectation that, like, oh, after these six weeks, I'm going to be a whole new person, and I'm going to do, you know, like, it's a good goal, but it's, like Asia said, it's not like that for everyone. So, you know, you always got to follow your own path and, like, make sure you're being true to yourself because that was something that, like, I used to always beat myself up, like, dang, like, this person, they in BSU, they in this, they in this, like, I'm still sitting in my room, like, so you got to be your own person and do the stuff that you actually like want to do. Like don't do it because everybody else is. All right. Let's talk about feelings. Let's talk about feelings. The people be mm. in their feelings. You know what I mean? People be in their feelings. And that's one thing that we don't do. We don't, we don't do feelings real good. But, you know, people, and we tell people we don't do feelings. But then people still be in their feelings. The one thing that I will touch on to start with as far as misconceptions I will say this message to everybody. Everybody that's on this call right now, yes, if you think there are people around me that have privilege, that is probably true. That is true in the world. You know what I mean? When you go into jobs and other places, there are gonna be people that your boss has have certain privileges and other people don't. That exists in your family. So, yes, people, people on this call with me today have certain privilege. All right. I hope you feel better. But here's the thing that you don't realize is that everybody who has that privilege earned it. They worked for it. And it is not easy. It ain't pretty. pretty. <laughs> it's not easy at all. <laughs> I think we've all been on the other side where Simmons really been off the get out my office. I'm not trying okay. to. Okay. Let me tell you. Listen, check or like, you if you, the bar check you for anything. High. 
or it's literally like, dang, I can't even go to Simmons right now because I think we're not even in a good place. <laughs> like, or you can check yeah. yourself before he gets the chance to check you. I'm like, you know what? I'm fixing it. Dang, I can't even call Simmons up because I'm going to wait till next week. <laughs> literally, let me come back. But, yeah, yeah, I remember when I was talking about getting checked in the beginning of this call. Yeah, that's what I got checked on, y'all. A lot of y'all not. He said, this is not the time and the place to talk about somebody's feelings. That's when I got checked. Best believe I ain't never had that conversation again, ever. And, you know, that's, some, that's part of my biggest problem, and that's a lot of what we deal with today, especially when we, as, as we get deeper and deeper into program, I'm more and more focused on the program. And these days, you know, and I will talk about the last few years in particular, it seems that we have to deal with more feelings than program. And I'm, I'm not about that. You know what I mean? Like, and if this feels personal to you, I don't care. But like, yes, we have this family, but it's different than whatever family that you're coming from. You know what I mean? It's different from your home family, your high school, middle school, whatever family, your whatever extracurricular family, whether it was band, sports team, whatever, is different. We have different expectations. If you were babied over here, you best be damned, we're not babying you over here. You know what I mean? We're not giving you anything. Everything you get in this space, in this Utah space, or anything that's under my direction, you will earn. And the misconception, the biggest misconception that I deal with is that, oh, I gave Amaya this. Oh, I gave India this. Or I gave Asia Capri, all these other, I can name names for days, but nobody ever sees the work that went into that. Nobody ever sees or asks, like, how did you and Capri develop your relationship? Well, it, it certainly didn't start and develop by Capri working, walking into my office and being like, hey, buddy, I ain't your buddy. I don't know you. And it's not saying that I won't help you, but like, I don't know you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know you. You certainly don't know me. But if you take out that time, then we can get somewhere. If and when he I, say take out the time, he don't mean coming there for some advising exactly. and y'all was bestie. The personal time. <laughs> thank you. And like an advising appointment don't count. That's my job. It's a job that I take seriously, and I do. You know, I will do that for you. It's a service that I gladly provide. But that that's not sacrificing anything. That you know, that's that's what I'm here in my role to help you with. But if I present you with an opportunity and you think that I'm just going to hold your hand through it or that because you did this tour for me or whatever that I'm about to give you the world, then that's just not true. And if you get upset about that, like that's like your fault. I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think. My biggest struggle, the misconception that I deal with now, because especially when I first got into this role, 
I had to deal with not only students and staff, always talking about who was my favorites. And that's because at the beginning, I ain't have nobody on the staff riding for me. You know, it was, you know, folks that stuck with me after Howard Sims left from 13, folks from 14 and 15 who stuck with me and built this thing with me. So yeah, if they stuck with me and we did this together, then they earned that right to be where they are. But if you think that you just gonna walk on in the door and go through six weeks of Utah and I'm gonna hand you the keys to my to my car, that ain't true, especially when you ain't done nothing. Like these days, I feel like students don't even listen to me when I give them the basic stuff to do. But then when I cuss you out, you mad in your feelings. It's always what somebody else did to you, not what you did or didn't do. And I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. I was gonna say, I think you touched on that, not even a little bit, a lot in the podcast where you were talking about separating, you know, professional Simmons from relaxed Simmons. Yeah. Oh, and it's not even professional Simmons with relaxed Simmons. It's um, a lot of times it's, you know, I like the fact that we do have UTOP students who get it, but then there's a lot of UTOP students who don't get it. It's like, oh my God, me and Simmons had this great relationship during UTOP. We did. But, and now I'm a mentor and like, yeah, we just going to do this thing. And yeah. And then when you don't do and I cuss you out, like, it's my fault. You know what I mean? Like, you think that the road is easy. The road is without work. Like, like everybody on this call has said, being a mentor is not easy. Like, you have to work at it. And the lack of accountability these days is astounding. Like, in 2016, or, you know, just like Asia said, in 2014, I can approach them and tell them this is an issue or this needs to be corrected or this needs to be done. And then they do the work to correct it or they actually do what I asked. And now we're in a space where we're telling people over and over and over and over and over the same things, but it's still somebody else's fault. And just like everybody said about being in a space where if you're not down with this mission, you're not down for the work, this ain't for you. You know, I'll add a little something on that. And I think I said it in the podcast as well. Um, and I'm just gonna say it again to reinforce it. Like, if you don't wanna work or you wanna be baby, there are plenty of people on campus that'll do that for you. Go join the ghost hunting club. Go, go, go chase the Nerf ball. Hey, they got it. Yeah, they got it. You know they got me? it. You know what I mean? So go do that. You know what I mean? And I'll support you. Support you all day. But over here, we we, we don't do that. We we work. You know what I mean? I want to see everybody as successful as everybody that's on this call. And you not producing or you not doing what we've asked you is not going to get you to that space. Yeah, I think for me, like, that was one of the biggest things that I appreciated the most from our relationship because I am the type of person like 
you say one little thing that I did wrong, I'm immediately in my feelings, you know? So, like, that was, like, one of my biggest takeaways um, is, like, it's, it's not always like that. Like, we don't have time for it. At the end of the day, you have a job to do. Either you're going to do it or you're not. You know, like, there's there's no room for, like, being in your feelings and all of that. Like, you just got to take the criticism, keep it going. Like, keep the wheels rolling. And I think that, I don't know, like, this new generation, I don't mean to, like, call nobody out. <laughs> like, they I just, I don't, I don't know. They different. They different. It's like, they don't keep the wheels rolling. It's like, they stopped in their tracks right there and they still stuck on that one thing instead of, like, figuring out how to get around it and go to the next thing so yeah that was like something real big for me I was gonna say too like I just feel like Simmons you literally are the definition of tough love like you're not gonna tell people like what they want to hear you're gonna tell them what they need to hear and if I walk out of your office crushed I mean I guess I better get it together by the time I come back in a couple of weeks or however much time I need to not have my feelings hurt anymore like I don't know like I just think I think you have to know in your like you have to know the type of person that you're dealing with you have to know the type of office that you're dealing with right like um and like your intentions are always genuine like your intentions are always like pure like you're you're never going to do something that's going to like be malicious or to hurt somebody or put somebody down like you but I think you're going you're going to tell it like it is and it's not going to be a, like, you're not going to sit here and think, like, maybe they're not already to hear this, or maybe they are. You're just going to say it. And you take it for what it is. Like, I can think of a couple of times where, like, you've said something to me, and I've been like, probably not what I needed to hear. But, I mean. A couple. You feel me? I, was like, <laughs> I remember in my head. Yeah, day, like, we- it's a couple of times I was like, yeah, I walked out of the office like, y'all cannot, but I went to Simmons for something else. And I didn't walk out of here with another thing. Like, dang. But, like, it was necessary. nervous to go to him. Yeah, like, it was, it was necessary. Like, and it was one of those things where it was, like, I knew if there was nobody else on campus that was going to keep it real with me, like, from a professional standpoint, I knew I could go sit in the office. And I knew that, like, dang, I hope Sim is here today because I need advice. Like, and, and it's not going to be off the, like, oh, I think, I think you should do this. It's going to be the let's weigh your options. Let's, let's look at this from a logical perspective. Like, let's, let's erase how you really feel. Like, let's just take that out of it and, like, really look at what's on the table. Um, and so I just think like you, you definitely are the definition of tough love. And like, I don't think anybody, I think all these people on the call can be like, yeah, there's been a time where Simmons has definitely hurt my feelings a wee bit, but like what you bounce back because it's not that deep and it's not that personal. Like it is what it is. And definitely if you didn't get it, then hopefully you got it in a couple of weeks or a couple of months because it still is relevant. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I appreciate being in spaces where you kept it real when I maybe wasn't ready to hear it. And I think I can kind of just, I mean, tell me if I'm lying, like even coming from that keeping it real or, you know, tough love mentality. I think even though I say a lot of times, you know, let's not worry about your feelings or all this other stuff concerning feelings. I feel like everybody on this call knows that I care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I, like, I, I think I said this. But before. there's a time for it. Like, let's, I know it's hard, but let's push that to the side right now and let's deal with what we got to immediately deal with and we'll come back to that. But I can't, if anybody has really genuinely dealt with me and has a relationship with me, I feel like they can't say, 
that I genuinely don't care about your feelings. Yeah, like I think I talked about this on the alumni, uh, the alumni panel. I said, I think I walked into your office in one of the toughest times of my life senior year. And I did not know what I was gonna do. And you just sat there and listened. Like it was no judgment, no nothing. And you pretty much told me I'm gonna handle this. It wasn't like you got this don't cry, but she was like, you're strong. Like, I know you, you got this, you'll figure it out. You wanna talk, we hear. But it was one of the toughest times, even what, I'm 25 now? It was the toughest time in my life that I went through my senior year of about a decision I had to make. And he was there every step of the way, it was no judgment, was no nothing. He was like, whatever you do, I got you. He was like, you already know what the right thing to do is, but whatever decision you decide to make is cool. Yeah, I think the one thing I'll add is that you cannot go to Simmons and think that he's going to give you the answer. Um, you need to be ready to do the work. You need to be ready to think for yourself um and put in it he'll he'll have a great answer ready for you but um he's gonna make you think what can you do to add to it he's not ever going to put you in a place where you're not going to grow um so i think that was one beneficial thing it's like anytime even when it's coming off very harsh you know that it's for you to take it and learn from it so even if you sit in there and you want to wallow in it for a little minute take it and know okay next time I'm going to be better in this. And he ain't going to be able to say nothing else no more. You go shut him down next time. Be like, nope, look at me now. So if you can't, then you just better uh, keep going back and tell him I'm working. I'm getting a little closer each time because that was me quite a bit. But, you know, we there. And, you know, you just got to keep growing um, and be ready to hear it. Um, so it's like if you're not ready to hear that, um, go to someone who will sugarcoat because Simmons will not do that. Um, but if you're ready to say, okay, I want to mature myself. I want to move to a different level because I know I have this potential. Oh, Simmons will pull it all out of you. But you have to be ready to take that for yourself. So Yeah, and be ready to do the work. Like, you can't come back in the same spot every time you come to Simmons. You know, you have to come with a little something at least, you know, even if it's just a little bit. Like, don't come in there with the same old thing every time. I mean, but that's just with anybody, though. You feel me? Like, if they're really trying to help you and they're they're pushing for you, like, Simmons, when you're in a close relationship with him, like, he really believes in you. Like, I mean, there's plenty of times I wanted to give up and, like, Simmons was the one that was there and that I went to. So, like, as much as he believes in, like, us, you, you also got to believe in yourself, too, and actually, like, do the things that you need to do to benefit yourself. Yeah, I was going to say one thing about Simmons, he is not a micromanager. So once he gives you your task, once he gives you your to-do stuff, he expects you to be on your stuff. And if you're not, that's where the wrath comes down, okay? Not to say he's not going to be there to support you if you need help or anything like that. But if he tells you to do something, if he's giving you these tasks, then that's on you from there. So you got to take the ball, you got to roll with it, do what you got to do and handle your business from there okay so like make you got to be on your stuff because if not then he's going to be on you about not being on your stuff one thing i had learned too was to ask questions like i think like there's this like misconception that simmons is like mean or whatever and it's like he's not mean he's only like that if you don't know what you're doing but that just comes from you not asking questions. So like, I have learned from that. You know, I have learned from him, 
you know, to ask questions because if I don't understand something, I'm going to ask questions. Like I would text him his paragraphs if I have to make sure I understand what it is he wants me to do. Like as long as I'm understanding, I don't care. Like, I don't care. You can short text me. I don't care. Like, but I know what I'm talking about at the end of the day. Like I know what I'm going to be talking about and I know what to do. Like, so I think like the biggest thing is too that I've really learned from him is to just ask questions. Like it's okay to ask questions because if you're a week or two down the line and you don't know what you're doing and he ta- he gave the assignment, you know, two weeks ago, then you, it's too far gone. Like you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't known what you're talking about. So at this point, you know, but just really just that, that's what I've learned. Like to really ask questions, like no question is a dumb question until you're too late then it's a dumb question. Then you just don't know what you're talking about. So, um, but yeah, that's what I I really appreciate. I really appreciate that. So for the sake of time, uh, we're going to move on to some some other questions. Uh, these next few questions that I'm about to ask, I went out into the public and uh, asked <laughs> what what are some things that they wanted to know. So they're not, they're, they're not rough or anything like that. But the first one that I want to ask is like, how do you deal with burnout? Um, on multiple levels, right? So how do you deal with burnout as a UTOP student? So doing the six weeks and then having to jump straight in, luckily, I'm looking at it as a blessing, right? Luckily for our current UTOP mentees, they got a month before they start with the fall semester. But it, at any given moment, you could be like, all right, UTOP's over, go. Some people don't go home after UTOP. So how do you deal with burnout in that? But also from a professional standpoint, working is tiring. <laughs> um, it's exhausting work. So how do you keep from getting burnt out from doing the work? So as a, like during Utah, but even now as a uh, first year teacher, I just finished my first year, like teaching is a lot, man. So like you got to deal with these students and their attitudes you have to deal with like grades you have so many things coming at you and so you have to find that balance and one thing that I struggled with is like learning just to step back just to stop like I've set a certain amount of time and after that just stop go do something else go de-stress go do what I got to do um same thing with UTOP like throughout the whole six weeks there's classes of course but there's also other activities where we can de-stress where we can just like talk about stuff where we can just take our mind off of the heavy things for a little bit. And so definitely having that space, whether in Utah or not, to just take a step back, de-stress, go do something that you enjoy that's like painting, playing the video game, listening to music, doing what you gotta do. Taking that personal time for yourself is so important no matter what you do. So just having that space where you can literally step back and just uh, like worry about yourself for a little bit instead of like classes and all those other things one thing like to piggyback off of that um off of what Ty said um I don't know about anybody else but that week after Utah if you haven't slept like if you're not sleep the whole week you weren't doing Utah right like if if your phone not on D&D for a week you didn't do Utah right because I know for me like even when I wasn't a mentor just going up there like with Amaya you know, and Aaliyah and them, like, I was tired, like, I was there, and I felt like I was in Utah, even though I wasn't working, like, if I'm not asleep that week after Utah, you did not do enough, like, I did not do enough, I didn't do my job, because you should be exhausted, like, 
Utah is definitely, like, you would definitely feel a burnout in Utah, but it's only appreciated, like, because you know you've helped somebody, like, you know you've helped do something, you've contributed to the program, so absolutely, like, I know, like, I'm, I'm exhausted, like, after that first week, like, even now, just being a GA, like, it's still a lot, like, you know, like, it's still a lot, and, and but it's a good, right, it's virtual now, so, but it's a good, it's a good okay. Like it's a good burnout because it's like, you know, you did your job. Yes. You, you probably stepped over the line, just did the extra mile, but it's like a good feeling. Like it's a really good feeling to be a part of something that, you know, um, lets you experience that burnout. Like I think everyone should experience some type of burnout where it's, where it's good for you. Like, um, but definitely practice self-care at the end of the day too, because, you know, if you're not right, you know, where you need to be mentally, emotionally, you know, like you really need to step, step, a t- uh, step a day back or just step, step back a little bit to get back to where you need to be because you can't expect to help someone else if you're in a bad state of mind with yourself. Like, you know, um, so self-care was definitely a big thing for me. Like, even as a mentor, yes, I was always out talking to mentees, but you also knew my door was closed, like, don't, don't come in my room, like, or, you know, my phone is off, like, don't call my phone, because I'm not answering for you, I'm sorry, like, I'm asleep, you know, something that y'all need to be doing, but it's okay, like, um, so yeah, self-care is also a big thing, too. And I would say, from, like, a mentee perspective, burnout with Utah, this is probably going to be your hardest time, this is six weeks full of classes, Monday through Friday, you may never have that again. Some of you may, some of you may not. But once you go back into school or like you start your fall semester, it breaks up. You break up your classes. It's not the same every day. So you're not going to have that same burnout. So I would take this time as like, okay, if I could do UTOP six weeks and all these classes, I should be able to do fall, spring, no problem. Yes, you're going to have a couple of classes that are here and there, but you always need to look back at UTOP and was like, I was able to do a semester full in six weeks I should be able to do a semester full in a couple of months. Like, and you just have to look at it like that, but definitely self-care, take a time, say no, learn how to say no. You do not have to be a part of everything. You don't. And then work-life balance for like work. Don't put your work emails on your phone. Once you come home from work, leave work at work. That is how you keep that work-life balance. Like I had to learn real quickly that this work email does not need to be on at all. Do not add your work email to your phone unless it's mandatory. That is my one key when y'all get in the real world. Do not add your work email unless you have to. But that's it. For everybody in Utah 20 that is viewing this, um, talking about burnout and whatnot, when we get back on campus, I would caution you not to talk about how busy you were during Utah because you ain't seen a real Utah. <laughs> don't, don't go to Utah 2017, 2018, 2019 still on campus and talk about how 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 busy y'all were. Y'all got it real good. And that's not to say that everybody don't have stuff going on like work and other obligations, but just kind of know that one of the reasons why a normal Utah is so packed, one, is because we just have a lot of stuff to do. But on the flip side is once you get on campus and you see all the shiny new things that you want to do and get into and you immerse yourself into that, 
like you're going to be busy yourself. You know what I mean? You're going to build a schedule for yourself that's going to be busy and you're going to need to know how to balance that. So that's the one thing that I'm, you know, kind of, you know, uneasy about in this virtual setting is that we don't have a normal mandatory uh, nine to nine type of day. That's really not nine to nine. It's really longer than that. Um, but just like everybody said, you know, caution yourself, take care of yourself. Um, but just know that what you're doing in this space right now, it's going to level up once you get on in the fall. To Sean, this, this question was specifically directed to you. Would you ever pass along the program to somebody else? Even when we were in a space where UTOP only had 50 some odd folks each year, I was telling people that it was too much for me to do on my own. So I still believe that I, at least two people need to be, when I say two people, I mean full-time staff. At least two people need to be um, leading the Utah program, especially now um, as in January we'll be building off Utah and starting the STAR program for spring admits and another transition program next summer after Utah. Um, so we're just continuing to grow Summer Bridge, six-week Utah, and add other things. And I certainly can't continue to do all of this going from 50 students to over 100 students and more by myself um because then what we just talked about burnout will definitely be real y'all will have to come to 9201 and pick me up off the floor i think what i want to do my next step is to move more and more away from the day-to-day so more of the stuff that in years past that I've empowered folks like Amaya, you and other folks in leadership positions to do so I can do other things. So I can literally concentrate on the growth and future development of Utah. Like that's where I need to be. And I need somebody else to kind of take that day-to-day type space away from me. Like making the phone calls and doing whatever. So hopefully that day is coming, but I don't see myself being at UNC Charlotte and not leading Utah because I still got more to do. Well, for that position, let me know the qualifications. (laughs) Right Right on it. (laughs) If you all could change one thing about your experience with the program, so whatever aspect or component of your experience that you want to use what would it be and why do we have to change? absolutely nothing i'm about to say do we have to because i i feel like nothing. everything happened for a reason <laughs> like <laughs> everything really played out in such a crazy way that it's like utah really set the foundation if we change something we can mess up the matrix like oh, mess up the whole thing that's what can, i'm saying yeah i don't think i would change anything yeah, only like what Kayla just said, like for a few years, I used to regret how I approached my first year at Utah. Um, but around 2017, like I kind of let that go. Um, kind of feel like that stuff had to happen. That's kind of in the space of 
my professional development where I truly learned that everybody ain't for you and for your vision. You people are introduced in your life at a certain point. And sometimes when you change or go another way, those people change towards you. You know, and I kind of carried that for a while. And that kind of that might have been part of the reason why in 2015 Capri walked in my door and I was like, uh, I ain't got nothing for you. Because like, Capri was trying. I was like, in my head, I'm like, yo, can you leave me alone? <laughs> but in, and the thing about it, it had nothing to do with her. Like, it had nothing to do with her. It was That's just, why you got to be uh, persistent with this man. It, it had to do with feelings that I was carrying on from things that happened in 2014. And once I decided to, you know, move away from that and just be confident in what I was doing, then I allowed myself to, you know, open that door and just progress and move on. And then realize that even though XYZ happened, that I still had people from that space that still had my back, like Asia, like Nakia, like um, Makita, like Jid. So, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, I would probably get rid of some people quicker than I did. That's probably. <laughs> I don't learn to fire people. Hello. I'm weak. Yeah, my experience is kind of similar to Simmons, where like, you know, my Utah beer. If you know, you know, there were two things that happened. And um, I used to always think like, man, if I could go back and change that or like this, that, and the third, you know. But honestly, if it wasn't for that, like me doing all the stuff I did starting my sophomore year, like that probably wouldn't have happened if, you know, I wasn't doing what I was doing in Utah. So like, I mean, although, you know, I could have definitely done better. I mean, it wasn't the worst, but um could have done better but even still like that still put me in the positions that I am today so like I used to be like man I would change that but like if it wasn't for that I wouldn't be here so I ain't changing nothing it's been a great journey yeah I think for me if I was to change one thing I think I wish I was a little more invested my first time I was a mentor um but I also had this mentality that I won't go see y'all after that so I wasn't as invested as I should have been <laughs> Yo, um, she did. Like, Utah was over and she was at a whole different school. Like, we was like, yeah, she, me. how that works? Yeah, that is, so that is my only thing. I wish I was a little more invested. I did enjoy, I enjoyed 2014, being a mentor in 2014. I genuinely enjoyed being a mentor then, but I wish I was a little more invested. So I would say this, if you're going to take any advice, put your all into Utah while you're there. So you have no regrets coming out of it. So in, in keeping with that same, that's a perfect segue into like the closing of this whole thing, right? So if you want anyone listening to this to take away anything from it, whether it's a mentee, someone who's looking to work for the program, potentially whatever, what would your advice to them be? And then what would you want them to know about the program moving forward? I would say build your relationships. If you do one thing in Utah, build relationships with everybody, your peers, your mentors, the professors, everybody, because 
one day they're going to be there when you need them. Like I was telling the alumni panel, my two best friends came from Utah in 2013. Um, still talk to them to this day. We have a whole group message right now that we're still in. Those relationships matter. Your recommendation letters matter. Your support system when you think you are on your last is coming from Utah. Um, the random phone calls you need at any point in time are going to come from your mentors, your mentees. Um, so build that relationship. That is my one advice. And don't be scared to meet new people and to branch out. Like I said previously, my UTOP, I came in and I was like, I don't want to be bothered with these people. Just give me my six credits and I'm out. But like I said, my favorite thing about UTOP was the relationships I built. Okay. Um, I think uh, what I would give to anyone is to not come in with any expectation. It doesn't matter um, whether you're coming into the program as a participant or you're coming in to work. Each year is different. Each individual's experience within that year is very different. And so you need to be open. Um, and I think with also that flexibility comes also knowing that you're going to grow from it. Those who don't even want to grow, like there will be something that you can look back from the beginning of those six weeks to the end and say, okay, I am different in this area at least. Um, and then I think for the future, um, my advice would just be to know that going forward, after you have that experience in Utah, those people will always be there. Um, this office will always be there um, in any capacity. It doesn't even have to be, oh, directly related to Utah, but the office in itself and the individuals that fall under it will be there to help you in any capacity that you need. So I think just always knowing to use your resources in that way. I say, you get out what you put in. That's my advice. Um, with Utah and just with anything in general, having that mindset of, okay, I'm going to come into this doing whatever I can, getting the most out of it, meeting new people, doing all this stuff, this, that, and the third. Because once it's done, it's done. So really take advantage of everything that is being afforded to you, even if it's virtually. Like at the end of the day, the more that you are invested into the program, the more that the program is going to come back tenfold, whatever, on you. So definitely take advantage of that. And also remember that it is literally the bridge, the transition to all these other opportunities. So just remember that Utah is just the beginning. So don't let it stop after Utah. I think for me, I definitely agree with what you just said, Ty. You actually stole what I was going to say. But I think another thing that I was thinking was just that like I think Asia said it earlier but I think it's so true that I think you said it for mentors but I think for mentees and mentors Utah does not end when the summer ends and so you ha you can't be in this mindset of like oh well like I did this I did the six weeks I got the credits I'm it's that's it like no like for anybody who's doing Utah right now and it's virtual like y'all are going to remember each other's names in these group meetings y'all are going to remember each other's faces and like you may not be the best of friends but that's going to be somebody that you look at and you're like oh my gosh like we did Utah together like when you're on campus um and so just know that like it's something that's going to be with you past the summer it's going to be something that you always are going to be able to look back on it's always going to be something that you're going to be able to reflect on and Utah is so much bigger than like you and your class or like you and this virtual experience or whatever the case may be like Utah exceeds far beyond that and it's crazy to be in spaces and places and to meet somebody that you like had no idea to even did Utah 
Um, and like, or even when y'all are on campus and you meet somebody who did UTOP, who's now upperclassmen and like, I don't know, just the relationship, the networking that really stems from UTOP, it doesn't end in the summer. Like it literally is something that you have to continuously like work on and like build upon. But like, just to be mindful of that, because I feel like some people just kind of were like, oh, whatever. And like, I think especially with the program being virtually, um, I just don't want people to think that like, this is it because it's so much deeper than that. And it's so much bigger than that. Um, and there's so much support outside of just your mentors this summer and your peers. Like when you get on campus and you meet all these UTOP alum that are still on campus, like that's another, you know, community, another, you know, just a literally at least 30 people that you're going to have as a support system that you don't even know yet. Um, and so to just take advantage of that, but just to realize that like, it's not just a summer thing. Like it really is. I'm not going to say it's for life, but like, you know, it's definitely deeper than like what you think it is right now. And so to just be mindful of that. Wear that shirt and that's it. You connecting to somebody. Once that shirt on, they got help. I would say for mentees and mentors coming in, just be true to yourself. You know, mentees, y'all are coming out of high school. You know, these are, you're meeting people that you've never been around before. They might be coming from out of state, out of the country. They might be coming from up the street. You know, it's a whole new setting though. So whatever you do, always make sure to be true to yourself. And then for mentors, you've never been a Utah mentor before. And I promise you, it's going to be a completely different experience than any other thing that you've ever done. So from both positions, as a mentor and as a mentee, you're, you're going to be learning yourself. You're going to be growing in the process. But always remember, like, remember your values and the morals that you have, you know, just be true to yourself. And for the future, that's what you said, for the future, have fun. I mean, Utah is fun. Like, <laughs> virtual or not, you know, we've done, I could say a lot of these things that we've done for, like, these mentees virtually, like, they have a virtual a virtual escape room, bro. Do you know how fun that was? Like, we were it was, better, it was better than a real escape room, you know? Like, I was having the time of my life. Like, so, like, you know, it might seem corny or lame or whatever, but, like, I promise you, it's it's fun. Everyone pretty much took what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> honestly, truly. But, I mean, the one thing I can say is just be uncomfortable. Like, learn to be uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable um this is your time to grow so you know like you just got to place yourself in those uncomfortable positions in order to allow yourself to you know produce growth within yourself so just just be uncomfortable like that's the best thing I could say everything else you know is good I'll say I'll say this and then Sean I'll let you close it out especially for our mentees right now and our mentors but our mentees are the ones in the classes getting grades finish stronger than you start and I don't really have much more else to say to, than that. Learn from where you begin and grow. So finish stronger than you start. Be humble. I feel like that's a big piece that's missed these days. Um, and you can tell. You can tell when you walk in a room with people, even, you know, virtually when you sign on in a virtual room with people. You can tell. You can tell how you care how folks carry themselves, how people speak, what they do, what they don't do. Be humble. Understand the opportunity that's been presented to you. One of the words in UTOP is opportunity. Understand that this is an opportunity. You don't want to look back on it and 
regret that you could have got that 4.0, but you got a two point something. That's embarrassing. Nobody likes to be that Utah student who walks into the fall and got a two something. For two classes. That's a hard comeback. <laughs> it's easier to get a 4.0 and sustain that than to start low and try to build back up. I understand that people go through different situations in high school, especially in this in this place. You know, we, we were just talking earlier on the alumni panel about, well, after the alumni panel about, you know, grades given. And just to be honest with you, we all know that even before COVID-19, that grades were given, students were getting passed through classes, slack was given. Understand that you're in a whole different world now. You have to work. Just after, like after that first test that you study, like you used to study for a high school test, but you got a, a B or a C, maybe lower than that, and you usually get an A with the effort that you give in high school. Well, like what they said earlier, you're going to get in college what you put in. So you're going to have to work. You're going to have to work at being a student. You're going to have to work at your job. It don't matter if you're a Utah mentor, safe counselor, you work in the library, you work at the Bojangles, you work with Chartwells. It don't matter. Well, I don't know about Chartwells. You might. <laughs> It's shade. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that, Simmons. <laughs> oh, yeah, I caught myself, too. I was like, I'm going to have to take that one back. Um, <laughs> you edit these new videos? <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to have to work. People are going to have expectations of you, and they're going to expect you to carry those out. And excuses aren't going to fly. What? What you thought or what you didn't know isn't going to be an excuse because people keep receipts. And everybody know on this call that I keep receipts. So don't ever tell me that I didn't tell you something because I can come with it. I told you here. I told you there. So when you lose that job, when you don't get the grade that you thought you were going to get, Another word, accountability. It's not always about what somebody did to you. Sometimes it was all you. Be humble, do the work, be accountable for yourself. This is a family. I get excited about Utah. I, I do not enjoy the work to get to Utah. I don't, because it's a lot. And you don't realize it's a lot until you're actually doing it. So it's not fun, but what, is you know gratifying is when we get up that morning of the first day of Utah. Um, and even you know in this virtual space, just knowing that Utah started and we have all these new students because this is day one of more people that we're welcoming into our family. And that's one of the most things that I'm proud of that we've been able to do since I've taken control of the program because 
I felt like I felt like that that sense of family in Utah had been lost a little bit on campus. Um, maybe Asia can attest to this that after 2013, the vibe in the Utah community on campus isn't then what it was to when she graduated and she had 17, 16, and others on campus. All these people on this call contributed to that. So we welcome you to our family, but at the same time, we expect excellence. UTOP is excellence. Excellence in the classroom, excellence outside of the classroom, whether you work for us or not. And I'm gonna push you other students on campus are going to push you and alumni are going to push you. Feelings might get hurt. At the end of the day, it's all love. And we just going to make sure that we're out here celebrating everybody when we succeed. I, I just really want that mentality back that I feel like we've been losing the last couple of years. Because even though we've lost it a little bit, we, we still strong as hell on campus. Ain't no family on campus like the Utah family. But at the same time, you gonna throw this right here. You gonna wave that flag on campus. You better be doing something with it. Make sure that we can't talk shit about you. And that's a hell of a way to end it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, I am crying. <laughs> That was really a... That was the key for me.